you for joining us for Word of the Day. This morning as we continue through the Bible, we come to 2 Samuel 15. Now to catch you up where we are in the story of Scripture, yesterday we looked at David's great sin, his sin with Bathsheba. He commits adultery with Bathsheba. She gets impregnated through this adulterous affair. He uh, connives and sneaks and has her husband Uriah killed so that he can take her as his wife and marry her and everyone will think the child is his. And he thinks the sin is, is covered. He thinks no one knows, but God knows. A year later, Nathan the prophet comes to, Daniel, to David and lets him know that God's aware of his sin and he passes judgment on David because of his sin. Because of David's sin, the child that he has with Bathsheba is going to die. And, but Nathan says that the sword's never gonna depart from his family. And after this, David's family just falls apart. The, the child does die. David has another son with Bathsheba, Solomon, who will be the next king. But a year after this interaction with Nathan, one of David's sons, Amnon, uh, he rapes his half-sister, David's daughter, Tamar. And David doesn't do anything about it. And this infuriates another one of his sons, Absalom, who is Tamar's full brother. They have the same mother. And so a couple, several years go by, two years go by, and Absalom kills, or Am, Absalom kills Amnon. And David is furious about this, and Absalom is cast out of, out of Israel. He stays in exile for three years, and he, he comes back to Jerusalem. And two years later, David allows him to come back into his presence. So it's been, it's been five or six years since this event where Amnon was killed by Absalom, and about, seven, about eight or nine years since Amnon raped Tamar. And David has allowed Absalom back into the palace, back into his presence. But he hasn't really forgiven him for what he does. And Absalom has a lot of bitterness. So Absalom spends several years winning the hearts of the people of Israel. He, he sneaky with them. He lies to them. He talks bad about David. And eventually he gets a large group of people who love him over David and want him to be king over David. And so he launches a rebellion against his father. He attacks Jerusalem to kill David and claim the throne. And David, instead of retaliating, instead of defending himself, instead of you know standing and fighting against his own son, he flees Jerusalem to the Jordan River and waits for everything to kind of settle down and see how things are gonna go. Look what he says in chapter 15, verse 14. And David said unto all his servants that were with him at Jerusalem, Arise, let us flee, for we shall not else escape from Absalom. Make speed to depart, lest, we over, lest he overtake us suddenly and bring evil upon us and smite the city with the edge of the sword. So David, instead of fighting his son and instead of defending himself, he flees. And there's a lot we can say about that. A lot of people say, well, David was a coward for fleeing. He, he should have stayed and fought. Other people kind of like, well, we understand why he's doing this. He doesn't want to fight his own son. Absalom ends up being killed anyway, and David reclaims the throne. But why did David run? Well, we actually find out why David ran in Psalm chapter 3. Psalm chapter 3 was written by David when he's in exile, fleeing for his life from Absalom and standing at the Jordan River. And look what it says in verse number 3. But thou, O Lord, thou art a shield for me my glory and the lifter up of mine head. 
I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down and slept. I awakened, for the Lord sustained me. See, what David is teaching us is as believers, as children of God, when we are attacked, our, our human response is to defend ourselves. Our human response is to retaliate or fight back. But David tells us as believers, what we should be doing is pulling back and waiting on God. You know, David says in Psalms, is God before us who could be against us? I think of Job, who is attacked by his friends, who, you know, he's suffering this incredible loss, and his friends, they come to comfort him, but they end up attacking him. And, and Job says, you know, I know where, my, where, where I stand with God. My record is on high. My witness is in heaven. If God is fighting for us, and if God is on our side, no matter what happens, no matter who attacks us or how the attack comes, God is going to sustain us. God is going to protect us. God is going to fight for us. We are not to retaliate. Vengeance is God. And now, we're not supposed to pull back either and, and pray, God, put vengeance on them. God, smite them. We're to kind of pull back, wait on the Lord, and just tell God, God, I don't know what is happening or why it's happening or why you are allowing it, but God, I trust that you're doing this for me, to teach me, to strengthen me, to do something in my life for your honor and for your glory. So God, I'm going to protect you. And I'm going to let you defend me. God's defense is better than anything we can, we can muster up. And look, David David had his, his, his victory. Absalom was killed. He was restored to the throne. Everything worked out for David. It doesn't always work out for us. Sometimes we get attacked and it seems like God's not doing anything for us. It seems like God's just allowing it to happen. And we're not supposed to turn on God or not trust God or say, God, you're not doing it, so I'm going to do it. We just have to trust that God is doing whatever He is doing for our good and that He will defend us. He will fight for us in His way and in His will. When you're attacked, whether you're attacked personally, by family, at work, whatever, however you are facing attack today, don't retaliate. Don't fight back. Just pull aside and trust in God. Just pull back and say, God, I'm going to trust in you. You're my shield. You're my protector. You're my defender. And because I'm trusting in you, as David said, I can lay down and sleep because I know that what I'm doing is right. When we retaliate and attack, we end up sinning against God and, and God's not our defender anymore. God's not for us anymore. We have to trust Him to do for us what we can't do. Thanks so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. Be sure to be back here tomorrow as we continue through the book of 1 Samuel. Have a blessed day.